Come about my bills like Stevie Johnson. Come about my bills like Stevie Johnson. All my women throw it back like I call the option. option. Money on my mind, money on my conscience. I'm all about my bills. bills. I'm on my Stevie Johnson. Johnson. I'm about my bills like Stevie Johnson. All my women throw it back like I call the option. option. Money on my mind, money on my conscience. I'm all about my bills. Uh. I'm on my Stevie Bills in my duffel, yo. You don't want trouble, bro. Heat in my pocket, heart cold like buffalo. I would just hustle one thing, but I need options. That work about to touch down, call it Steve Johnson. Catch me flying through the field like who want beef? It's 25, but I could get it for the 1-3. Certified fly guy, you on my time. I'm really real, and you as real as a sci-fi. I'm trying to bring it home, baby. It's our time. They cheering for me like I'm cross the one-yard line. And I'm all about my bills like Stevie Johnson. Black card boys, yes, BCB, we pop. Get that dough straight across like I'm running streaks. My bills come in hundreds, my women come in threes. This hater ran up on your boy like he was furious. I lifted up my shirt like, why it's so serious? Come about my bills like Stevie Johnson. All my women throw it back like I call the option. option. Money on my mind, money on my conscience. I'm all about my bills. bills. I'm on my Everybody, welcome. Season 3, Episode 3, Why So Serious Podcast. I'm Michael Lafredo. This is Ashley Petty. Um, the Bills go down to South Beach. They handle business. They have fun, as we like to say here on this show. Um, it wasn't a lot of fun, though, until about the fourth quarter. A lot of, I bet, Bills Mafia is saying the, the Bills could have blew that game in, uh, in Miami. Thankfully, they didn't. The Bills are 2-0. and uh, A lot, though, to take away from this one, Ashley. Wow. Is If there was ever a game that encompassed 2020 as a year, this one is it. We had <laughs> CBS broadcast delays. We had lightning delays. We had momentum swings. We had Josh Allen throwing for 400 yards. What the heck? Like, what was this week? I'm just, this is the weirdest game I think I've ever seen. It was up there. I, and I remember I was watching the game with my girlfriend and I was, I was, I literally looked at her, I'm like, we're going to lose this game. We are going to lose this game, and the Bills are going to be one and one, and this is going to suck, and it, it's it's not going to be good. Like you, especially, and we're going to get to the schedule on this on this show today. Um, with the upcoming schedule, the Bills can't have they can't lose games like to the Dolphins. They can't. No. Um, they that was I mean, a marked up win right at the beginning of the season. And the thing is, you have all these hard teams coming up on your schedule. You yep. see the Patriots struggling with Seattle. I had that down as a loss for sure. And like Las Vegas, that game doesn't look so easy anymore. Uh, I don't know. The the Raiders have started out hot in in, in recent years and fizzled out. I mean, you got to look at what they're playing with. I mean, Zay Jones is what their number two wide receiver. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe but, he's finally coming into his own. It took a little bit Aaron Waller, time. though. Waller, that guy's for real. They're tight end. 
I mean, Derek, Derek Carr played well. I mean, hey, you beat the Saints. You beat the team that eight out of ten, seven out of ten experts picked to win the Super Bowl. Super Bowl this year. I had that picked. I picked yeah. the Saints and the Chiefs, and the Saints winning. So yeah. everybody thinks you know you got Alvin Kamara, you got Drew Brees, you got. I mean, Michael Thomas is out for a little bit, but still, you have the depth of wide receiver. Like that, that team is incredible. It is, and and I mean, Drew Brees just didn't look himself this week. He even said he he goes. This is this is not what we're capable of, and clearly it's not what they're capable of. I mean, this is a, a Saints team that was picked by many to win the Super Bowl this year, and, uh, and it's going to be interesting to see what they can do to, um, to to try to maybe turn the tide. I mean, obviously they beat the Bucks week one, but this week, way different story. I mean, obviously the Raiders first win in Vegas, good for them. But um, we'll see what happens there. I, a lot to get to today, though. I want to start out. We you mentioned it off the top of the show. The the weird game. This this game had it all from the lightning <laughs> delay to the um, to, to the power outage in the stadium. I guess lightning hit nearby. Yeah, and, and struck. And at, the radio signals were out. The TV signal was out. I was relying on a friend I went to high school to watch that Diggs touchdown. He was at the game. He live streamed it on Instagram. Well, and I was looking at Twitter. I'm like, well, what do I do? Because I don't want to just sit here in limbo, not knowing what's going on. So, like, I saw Del tweet Del Reed tweeted about listening to WGR, and I went right to the website. I was like, <laughs> all right, somebody's got the field feed. So at least we got something. You know what? We are actually now joined by Donald Jones. Donald Jones is in the house. Um, Don, what's up with you? What up, man? I'm actually um out and about. I well, I'm, you know, on the way in. <laughs> we know the office. <laughs> Where's nah, Don? Here he I'm is. actually um I'm at 7-Eleven, right? And I uh I walk out of 7-Eleven and my uncle is outside at the gap. Man, it's just crazy, yo. It's, it's <laughs> Family affair. Oh my gosh. His car broke down up the street. So now he's like, Yo, I need you to take me. Oh god. Always something. That's too funny. Don, we were just talking. He's gonna get in the car and I'm gonna have to tell him to be quiet. But go ahead. (laughs) We we were (laughs) it's always something. I love it. Um we were just talking about the how this game in Miami had everything this week, from the power outages to um, the lightning delay to a, a wild comeback to Josh Allen's first 400 yard game in his career. Um, what's, what's your key takeaway from this uh, game on Sunday against Miami? I mean, if you, if you guys are talking about all that stuff, it's really just being able to not only withstand all of that stuff, but even just withstand a comeback from the Dolphins, you know, and, yeah. and being able to hold them off. Um, it shows a team that's resilient. And to be honest with you, it shows a big difference in. Um, the last, let's just say, decade of teams not being able to overcome different things, whether it be injuries, whatever the case may be. It just shows that, you know, as you talk about culture and all that stuff, it's a different mentality now. The team understands that you're always going to have things that happen throughout the course of a season, and now they're able to withstand that and just go ahead and play through it. I've, Ashley, you were, you mentioned a lot about this game, and – you well, you created our rundown, so there's a lot here. I did. Um, what's your biggest <laughs> takeaway from Sunday? Uh, well, they definitely showed perseverance through the whole the game. I mean, the third quarter obviously was a little questionable once again because for some reason this team cannot get through the third quarter with like 
something about it. I don't know what it is that's going on in the third quarter. I mean, after halftime, he did have the lightning delay, so that could have caused a little something. But my biggest takeaway is that Josh Allen is this franchise's quarterback. You have seen him be consistent now. You have seen him throw for 300 yards. You've seen him throw for 400 yards. Granted, it might be the Jets and the Dolphins. So mm-hmm. everybody's saying, pump the brakes, you know, this fluke. Could it be? Probably not. But my biggest takeaway is that Josh Allen is your franchise quarterback, period. Yeah. There's no debate anymore. There's no, well, maybe, is he still consistent enough? No, I think we saw enough this week that shows you that he can be good when everybody around him is consistent. I mean, you see you see the stats at the bottom of the screen right now. He is the best passer in the league right now. So when have we had when was the last time we had that? Jim Kelly? Yeah. And, and Ashley, it's funny because you tweeted at me on – we were talking about this last week, and, and Drew Bledsoe was the last guy that went back-to-back with 300. Now this week, Josh follows up a 300-yard game with a 417-yard game. Um, Don, I mean, you, you obviously talked about this a lot during your time on One Bill Live. Come on, cold goes, man. Is, is, is this the best – Did you hear this, guy? I told you he was going to get in the car and say something crazy. We actually on air. Yeah. <laughs> we have a guy. Yeah, he's, uh, he's a so my uncle's a Cowboys fan. He gets in high. Ah, exactly. Ridiculous. But- but Don, Horrible. during during your time from One Bills Live, obviously you you heard a lot. You heard calls. You heard from former players. You heard from yourself. I mean, you had a good perspective of it all. Is is this the best guy that we've had here in Buffalo? And and I mean, rightfully so, maybe. But but in your opinion, what stands out about Josh Allen the best over these last two weeks? Um, I think I think you're seeing a little more consistency from him. Um, I was a little upset with him last week. Because I had John Brown on my, on my fantasy, and, he, and that overall kind of made me upset. You know, that's not what you want to see. But I think over overall, you're seeing a lot more consistency from him. And he's just having fun. You know, um, I don't think you've had a quarterback here really since since Fitz, who was able to kind of galvanize the team around him. I mean, Tyrod did, but a guy who's out there really having fun, you can see it in Josh Allen. So I think that for me is the biggest thing. He's not one of those guys that doesn't really fit in with the team just because he's the quarterback and all that mm-hmm. type of stuff. He's out there having fun with the guys. I, I think the, the, the best image from Sunday was Josh playing air guitar after that touchdown pass to John Brown. That was mm-hmm. incredible. That was just one of the most hyped-up mm-hmm. celebrations I've ever seen uh, from a Bills player. That was great. Um, I want to get to uh, the impact of not having Tremaine Edmonds and Matt Milano out on the field on Sunday. Uh, Bills up 31, 28 points. It was it was rough. <laughs> I'm you, not gonna lie. you definitely saw that in the first uh, defensive series. Um, I mean, Fitz was just over the middle, over the middle, over the middle, yep. and he was just hitting it. Mike Mike Isecki was on fire. Um, and, and I mean, Don, what did you see? I mean, obviously, you watched the game. Uh, that defense didn't look like they normally do week in and week out on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, you, you're missing the. You know, you're missing your linebackers and, and key guys on that defense. Um, and, and really, it's one of those games where your backups have to really step up and play. Um, so I think that's something that you you need throughout the course of a season because it's going to happen. You're going to have starters go down. Um, I think that was one of the issues. And the fact of the matter is, I mean, you're going to have those weeks. You know, the Dolphins, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people sleep – a lot of people sleep on the Dolphins. Um, they're not a bad team. 
They're not. Still early. No. They have they have weapons, and Fitz is going to sling it. You know, that's just mm-hmm. what he does. He's going to have good teams. You got, I mean, good games. You got to expect him to have good games against the Bills. That's his former team. Obviously, you know, that brings a little bit different energy for him. He's going to want to score points, and, you know, he's out there having fun, just trying to do what he can to help his team win. So the defense, you're going to have bad games. You don't want to have too many of them, but when you do, the special teams has to step up and the offense has to step up. And that's why football is the ultimate team game. And that's why I think it was great. You saw your defense finally like struggle, but your offense picked up the slack. That's the first time we've seen that flip. It's always the defense picking up the slack for this offense. But finally we saw the offense go off for the defense who was struggling a little without, you know, the two starting linebackers. Exactly, and I, I think this offensive performance, mind you, we're, we're, the third quarter slump's got to stop. But erase the third quarter from this game, this might be the best offensive game that the Bills have played in the last two or three years. Um, I mean, they were they were connecting on all cylinders. Josh, as we said, 24 for 35, 417 on the day, four touchdowns. Well, I, I, I mean, now you got to kind of look up. I'm sure it was Fitz, but the last time a Bills QB threw four touchdowns in a game. I mean, this team is coming together really early on, and it's it's great to see. But the schedule upcoming, and I want to hit this now because it's a it's a big one, and I want to ask Don this before he goes, uh, before he has to go. But the next four games are are huge. There's not a cupcake on this schedule uh, for the next two months. I mean, you have um, the Rams, then you go to Vegas, then you go to Tennessee, and then you host the the, the defending champ Kansas City Chiefs on Thursday Night Football. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna tell you, this, this, these next four games will make or break the season. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's obviously people that say, well, if you could take two of those games, you, I mean, you want to take them all. You know, um, mm-hmm. does it work like that all the time? Obviously not. But you want to win the majority of these games for a couple of reasons. Number one, you want to get through them healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, you do, you do need to win these four because now you're going to be going into after these four games, you'll be going into the back end of October, November, and those are really, really key games. Um, and so you need to go ahead and pull off some big time wins early in the season to set you up for later on in the season. And, and that's where you want you want to be. You don't want to be later on in the season like, oh, man, we got to win these next five games to be able to get into the playoffs. You want to rip off wins in a row so that by the time you get to the back back end of that season, it's like, yo, you know, we're rolling right now. Exactly. And I, and that's the thing. I mean, this schedule is tough. And there's, like I said, there's not a cupcake on it, but Don, as you said, if you can take two of these, um, I, I think you're in good shape. Obviously three would be better. Four would be perfection. Um, but it's any given Sunday in the NFL, as they say, I honestly think the bills have a shot, a, a decent shot. At winning on Sunday here against the Rams. I mean, the Rams playing back-to-back East Coast games. I don't know what they're doing. Does anybody here know what they're doing? Are they staying on the East Coast? They're Do they in, go back west? Yeah, no, they're in um, they're in West Virginia at that Briar okay. place where they where they have the Saints usually go out there and have training camp. Okay, it's like a nice resort out there in West Virginia, um, where the Saints would go like every year to have training camp. I think they would they would practice against the Patriots down there. The last few years they were doing that. So that's where they are right now. Um I saw that on like ESPN or something. They um yeah, I didn't know that. Me either. Yeah, so 
they are actually, you know, they're staying over here, and that's that's something that they're gonna have to deal with is being on the road for an entire week. I remember we did that. Uh, yeah. We played Arizona. No, we played San Fran. Got smacked by them out in Candlestick, and then we went down to Arizona and stayed in Arizona for a week. And it was different, you know. I mean, it was fun. Obviously, you were there. All everybody's families were there. We were in this beautiful resort, but you're having to wake up in a foreign place and go to practice in a foreign place as a player, and then your coaches. I mean, it's just a lot that you have to do. So it's not going to be easy for them. But the NFL, you know, they're an NFL franchise, and they should be able to adjust well. the The key thing, man, for this game is. It's a lot. I mean, their offense is strong. You know, Robert, <laughs> their offense is strong. It's like it's everything. You got Robert Woods coming back into town. I'm telling you, he's going to want to show out yeah. in front of – well, it won't be any Bills fans there. <laughs> he's going to want to show out in Buffalo um, just because he's playing his old team. You know, and that offense is is, is going to be looking to roll. They, I watched them play against Dallas last week, and they were rolling against Dallas. You know, I mean, that offense was able to do what they wanted to do at will. So this defense is going to be up to the test. I haven't heard really what's going much about – I mean, it's Tuesday, so tomorrow we'll hear more about the injury reports and all of that stuff mm-hmm. um, about, you know, with the linebackers. But this defense needs to play a lot better or they're going to put themselves in a tough spot going up against a Rams team who has some experience, some playoff experience, obviously going to the Super Bowl two years ago. Um, and you don't want to get into um, – I mean, hopefully the offense can go for another 400 yards and crazy points like that. But you don't want to get into a shootout with a team that actually likes to play shootout games. They like to score a lot of points. That's not something you really want to do. And that defense, their defense is good. You know, So that offensive line better get ready. Um, obviously, everybody's going to talk about Aaron Donald. you got to stop him. He can really – he can wreak havoc, wreak havoc on your team just all by himself. Mm-hmm. And uh, – don't stop him. It's going to be a long day for Josh Allen. I know Brian Dable jokingly said, I mean, he might miss the bus. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you can only hope. Yeah. But. And, and, and Don, yeah. going off your point, if too. If he misses the bus, he's going to fly a private jet to Buffalo. <laughs> oh, yep. He'll be there. Just to make sure. Exactly. Oh, man. But, um, I, and Don, it's funny that you said the, the whole Virginia thing with the Rams and how you guys did that back in 2011. I mean, it's much different now nine years later. We're in the coronavirus era, too. So these guys, not only are they away from their homes for, for two weeks, but they got to kind of deal with all the COVID precautions, the COVID guidelines on the road. So much different situation uh, for the Rams. Uh, Don, I, I want to ask you this, coming from a former wide receiver before you got to go, the play of Stefan Diggs these last two weeks, he, he leads the NFL in receiving yards right now. The guy got his first touchdown, should have had two. We're not going to get to that, though. But talk about Stefan Diggs' performance and, and what he brings to this team right now. And and clearly, um, he's an asset on the football field. Yeah, I mean, he's an asset. It's, it's good to see that he and Josh Allen have, have a connection early. You know, he's the number one receiver. and He's one of those number one guys that you want to feed. He needs to get 10 targets a game at least, you know, because he's going to make plays. He's one of the best route runners in the league. He's always going to play with a chip on his shoulder because of where he was drafted. Um, And so you're going to have a guy who comes to work every day, and when he gets there on Sunday, he's ready to prove to every team 
that they slept on him, you know, including the Bills, because they obviously didn't draft him. If you don't go, if you don't, if you're a player in the NFL and you're not the number one overall pick, you should feel like a, every team slept on you because you, you were passed over by somebody. Even if you were number two, the number one team passed over on you, you know. So um, he is definitely playing with a chip on his shoulder all the time. He talks about that all the time. So he brings that leadership to the team, that hard work to the team. Not to mention, he actually is a good receiver. You know, you know, he, he can play some football, and he opens things up for the rest of the guys. You know, he opens things up for Cole Beasley and John Brown and uh, and Knox and the rest of those guys. And hopefully, one of the things before I get off of here, we need is the running game to get going. The running backs yeah. need to get going. Like you can't just rely on Josh Allen to throw for 400 yards. They can shut that down. All right. If they know, look, they can't run the ball. Okay, so that means you got to pass it, which means Aaron Donald is going to pin his ears back and he is coming every single time. So you got to make sure that you can run the ball. They got to get the running game going, which will help out, you know, Stefan Diggs to get even more yards and John Brown and the rest of the guys. Exactly. Well, Don, I know you're a busy guy. Thanks for hopping on tonight. Um, and Appreciate you. Let's see if we can get another win this week against the Rams, huh? Yeah, we're going to see, man. I look forward to talking to you all next week. For sure, man. Stay safe out there. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> See you, man. <laughs> um, Donald Jones taking a celebrity uh, shout out there during his shift. Um, that guy is always somewhere else. Um, but no, to Don's point, though, you look at the box score from this week Devin Singletary, 56 yards on 10 carries. Zach Moss, eight carries for 37 yards. I mean, the two of those guys only combined for what, 93 yards? Nothing to write home about. I think it was 112 nothing. total rush yards. So yeah, yeah. And Josh had yeah 111. Josh had 18. I mean, when your quarterback, I mean, granted, yeah, it's a third leading rusher, which is fine. But when your quarterback's competing with your your number two running back in yardage, that's not that's not a good sign. Um, thankfully, excuse me, Josh. Thankfully, Josh threw for 417. Um, I, I think the most impressive stat line, though, about these 417 yards from Josh is how he did it. I mean, the guy only threw the completed 24 passes. That was averaged, incredible to me. Yeah, he averaged 11. He averaged um, 11.9, so 12 yards, a, 12, 12 yards a catch or 12 yards a throw. Um, I mean, Fitz threw the ball seven more times and had – 92 less or no 89 less yards and it speaks to the defense because i yeah. mean although they had a rough day you could see they were hungry for that pick trey white almost had a pair oh uh, he just I missed mean, that Jordan one Boyer almost had one we almost had probably three or four picks if we were just we were inches away exactly and i and i want to actually put it on your rundown here the, the wide receivers other than stefan Diggs, um who mind you the, the way the guy plays fifth round pick out of Maryland. Like Don said, you're going to play with a chip on your shoulder every week unless Absolutely. you're the number one overall pick. Fifth round pick out of Maryland, guys. Um, I want to get to John Brown, obviously. He had a great day. The 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 one main reception he had, obviously, a touchdown in the fourth quarter on that deep mm-hmm. ball from Josh. Gabe Davis and Reggie Gilliam. Woo! That Gabe, Gabe Davis, Davis catch, though. Woo! Can we just talk about that for a second? Wow. Third, third and goal. You go to a rookie. And not only do you go to a rookie, you give the rookie a ball that he's got to lay out to catch. Um, maybe not the best throw from Josh. I think he could have got it there um, at his chest. 
But regardless, unbelievable effort from Gabe Davis. And that just shows you, like, he's going to be a force to be reckoned with moving forward. I mean, just the fact that he can maintain control with it that far out from his body, it it blows my mind. I'm just excited to see this kid's future. I mean, now you have nobody to really focus on as a defense. You're like, well, of course you got to focus on Stephon Diggs. But then you got John Brown over here. But then you got Cole Beasley. But then you got Gabe Davis. But, like, if you run a four-wide receiver set, like – and then he got Dawson Knox if he's not concussed. So, you know, like. Yeah. And, and that, that means most likely this week. Well, actually, no, that's really interesting to see. Do they maybe pull another wide receiver off the um, the, the inactive list? Do they, is, is Lee Smith going to get the nod this week to come up on the roster? Obvi- I mean, who's going to start? Tyler Croft? Well, I thought I, mean, I saw that they released um, Jason Kroom today, they released too. Kroom. So I was like. Are they trying to make room for another tight end to come on the roster? You have to wonder. I don't know. It's it's interesting to me because I mean, obviously, you have Reggie Gilliam getting his first career touchdown on Sunday, so that that maybe the way he played on Sunday is going to keep giving him touches. I I don't yeah. know. Um, I mean, that's going to be interesting to see come Thursday and Friday. Obviously, we have media day tomorrow, so we might find out a little bit more on that. But that's something. In all honesty, that's probably the biggest position to watch for this week because the Rams. They have a pretty darn good secondary. Remember a guy named Jalen Ramsey? Oh, he's trash. Sorry. <laughs> I had to say it. I'm just you saying. you call my quarterback Josh Allen trash, I'm going to call that you is true. That is true. This Actually, you know what? I forgot about that. That is going to be a highlight on the field on Sunday is watching those two go head-to-head. But still. I can't wait. <laughs> it, I can't wait either. But I will say, though, that their secondary is good. And you you might have to go to your tight end ten times on Sunday. Look at what Fitz did. Our secondary is great. He attacked Mike Gesicki. Mike Gesicki had a career day on Sunday. He's I mean, going to be a tight end to watch in this league for years to come. You can just that tell. one catch the Stevie Johnson from 2011 in Toronto or 2012, whenever that was. I mean, that was a, that was an, an amazing catch. Absolutely beautiful. Gesicki like, played well. Yep, and Eight that's going to be someone we're going to have to deal with a lot yeah. in this division. So, Eight catches, 130 yards, and a touchdown. Sixteen point three yards per catch. That's uh, that's pretty good. Good job, Mike Gusecki. You just got yourself a shout out on a podcast that airs mainly in Buffalo. And um, guess what? He's on my fantasy team. One of them, I think. I, you know, it's funny. I passed up on him in every single week. I accidentally got him. I think it was one of the times I wasn't watching, and he just landed in my lap, and I'm like, "That was not a bad autograph." <laughs> All right, I'll take it. I, I want to really quick before we get to find Will wherever he is. I don't know where he is this week. Um, oh, no. but I, I want to get to um, some sound that really. I watched both post game press conferences and then uh, the media interview Brian Dable on Monday, as well as Coach McDermott. Um, what both these guys had to say, Josh, after the game, this kid had the best game out of a quarterback this season in the NFL. Throws for 417 yards, the first time in his career. Follows up a 300-yard game, like we said earlier, to a 400-yard game this week. I don't care if it's the Dolphins. I don't care if it's the Jets. I don't care what team it is. This kid has a career day on the field, and all he said in, in his post-game press conference, it's the guys around me. He, he, he kept deflecting every single comment that may have been praised towards him, towards others. And I want to take a listen to what QB1 had to say on Sunday. Um, I mean, I, I feel like I've always played with a lot of confidence. Um, 
but in terms of knowing my playbook, knowing protection, um, you know, knowing or expecting where my guys to be, you know, it, it goes hand in hand, though, with how hard that they work and how hard we prepare. And it goes back to the scout team look that we get during the week. Um, you know, we got a bunch of guys that care about their craft and continue to work hard. And again, it's a, it's a complete team effort. But um, to your point, just the comfortability or um, whatever you want to call it of, of the offense, it's it's really good right now. And um, you know, Coach Stable's doing a good job of calling these games, and it's up to us to go out and execute. It's not really about the X's and O's, it's about the Jimmy and Joe's. So, um, you know, that's what Coach Stable preaches to us, and whatever he, whatever he calls, we go to try to make right. I think Josh Allen there, and and, and we didn't get to I, that. I like the most because he just his press conference, and if you haven't listened to it, go listen to it because it was absolutely amazing. He kept deflecting every single, hey, you just do a great game, great game. Well, thanks, man. I, I got 10 guys around me that are making this happen. Um, it, it was a really good thing to watch. Um, and this guy is special. I, don't, I say it every single week. This, yeah. I, not going to lie, I was a little mad when we drafted him. A lot of Bills Mafia was. I would actually love – and I might do it. I might go back to the draft in 2017 and try to find the tweets that I had on draft night. I'll be honest. I was actually in the field house on that night when we drafted Josh Allen. And I'll tell you what, it was very mixed. We had some applause, but then everybody else is kind of like, hmm, that's not the Josh we wanted. <laughs> everybody wanted Josh Rosen. Now look at Josh Rosen. He's not even on the team right I'll now. I'll be the first one to tell you I wanted yeah. Josh Rosen. I wanted Baker Mayfield. I wanted Sam Darnold. I, I did want Josh Baker. Allen was last on my list. Josh Allen was not last on my list. Well, not last. Was... Lamar Jackson was last on my list. Which... We were both wrong. Oops. <laughs> I mean, and, and it's just, I mean, it's it's amazing that this kid, what he's done over three years, starts 2-0 and for back-to-back years. He has a chance to go 3-0 and back-to-back years. And you, you look at um, the schedule coming up, if he can even win – do you think winning two of these games is a success? I mean, I think the only real gimme, and there's no gimme. But Not at all. Not at in the, the NFL. If you had to look at the schedule, though, and pick a gimme, I'd say maybe the Raiders. Maybe. But I don't know because they've looked good. You beat the Saints. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at you yeah. a little differently when you're beating a Super Bowl contender. I, I think this week's a, a good matchup to watch for the Raiders and see um, – who do they have this week? I don't even know. How they perform. I'm looking that up right now because, obviously, I really only pay attention to the Bills. Me too. Um, I probably should pay more attention to everybody oh, else. They play New England at New England. Ooh, so that's, okay. a, that's a good game. 1 o'clock on CBS. Obviously, we won't – we will not – or no, that game might air here because the Bills-Rams are on Fox this week. Oh. Um, so we so I flip back and forth on commercial breaks. Uh, yeah, I'm wondering what I'm trying to look at the other games on CBS. The only they might put the national like whatever Romo, I, I whatever Romo and Jim Nance are on. That might be the game. Uh, the only other game I see on this schedule that Romo and Nance and Wolfson might be on is maybe there's two candidates, but they're both. They both evolve an zero and two team. The the Eagles and the Bengals. Mm. Uh, Joe Burrow. I mean, I could picture them covering Burrow. Um, and then the Steelers and the Texans. The Texans off to an zero and two start. That is, but that could be a good game. It could. I mean, also the Texans though. They they had no help with this schedule. I mean, their first two games were at the defending champs, and then against the Ravens. 
Yeah, I so, mean, you're, you're kind of, those are probably two of the leaders of the conference this year, too. So, I mean. Yeah. And, I mean, that's a tough schedule. But, I mean, they, I mean, their next four weeks, I mean, they have, they're at Pittsburgh. But then, I mean, they could start out 0 3, but then they, they come mm-hmm. home for two. They play the Vikings, the Jags, the Titans. Oh, yeah. Your, your schedule gets a lot easier. I mean, not easier, but. Their schedule gets very easy after this week, and then it gets very, very easy. At the end of the season, they starting on November 26th, Thanksgiving Day, they play the Lions, the, then they play the Colts, the Bears, the Colts, the Bengals, and the Titans. They're their hardest wow. game. In that so they're getting it all out of the way right at the beginning, basically. Yeah, but I mean, they also have a tough stretch in the middle, though. Then they go to Tennessee and then they host the Packers. I mean, no, no, there's no gimmies this year for any team, including the Bills. Well, and it's such um, a wild card. You have all these injuries. I mean, you see the 49ers. Look at them. Yeah. How do you even continue to play? You have so many injuries. You're pulling guys up from your practice squad that are probably Joe Schmo off the street almost because everybody's hurt. Literally, like they had, what, seven or eight guys that are starters out of your 22? Yeah. That's almost half. I saw a tweet from Sal Capaccio this week actually talking about um, how this might be the most injury-ridden week he's ever covered. And, I mean, at one point, Dak Prescott was down. You had, there was, I think, 11, like, or 10 or 11, maybe. I, there it was a high number of, of big-name starters injured in some capacity on Sunday. Um, and, and, that, and obviously the way the offseason was plays a huge factor with that. That, pre, that no preseason is really sneaking up on these guys right yeah. now because they didn't have those reps to prepare for it. I mean, you're seeing that. And I mean, the first couple, like the first game, everybody took a like a couple series to kind of get in a groove at first because you see these guys, they haven't been against the live defense that wasn't their own. Mm-hmm. So you didn't have those reps to prepare. You didn't go against the live defense that was your own. Like you're not going to go hard, like as hard at your guys as you are another team. And that's why you're seeing all these entries. I mean, you have to wonder what's going to go on this week now. Yeah. I mean, you got all these guys. And it's going to be like a whole fresh wave of new guys coming in for some of these teams. It's like the Miami Dolphins or the Miami Dolphins, the Miami Marlins of uh, of football. I mean, earlier in the MLB season, they had to basically replace their entire roster, including their bench. Um, And that's when you question the quality of the product. Like, that's what I was referring to in the offseason. Once you get so many injured or sick people, the quality of the product starts to suffer. I mean, these 49ers are not going to be the team that we expected them to be. And, and and you you played a good point, and then we're gonna go find Will. But uh, iron sharpens iron, and we we've said this before on the show this season. Iron sharpens iron. Look what the Bills are practicing against. Look what the Bills' offense is practicing against. I mean, Stephon Diggs is going up against arguably the best corner in the NFL every single day in practice since mm-hmm. when? When did they start practicing? August. And and I know um, we were talking about coronavirus for a little bit. The results came out today. No positive tests after week one. So a really, a really good start on the NFL front in good stuff. hoping that this season can actually um, happen in its entirety. And that's, that's a really good sign um, on the NFL's coronavirus front. But I want to go find Will. Don't know really where he went today um, or where he went this week. But, you know, Will, we'll find him. Here he is. It's your boy Will Why So Serious Podcast. Hey, listen, the Buffalo Bills put the smackdown on them Dolphins this week, just like I told you they would. I knew they would. 
Um, I don't want to talk too crazy. You know why? Because, man, them boys scared the hell out of me towards the end of that game. I mean, they let them stay in that game. I mean, the Dolphins, not that they're cakewalk. A lot of, a few analysts actually predicted them to have a pretty good year of not making the playoffs. Um, but having said that, you know, Buffalo's team is just a little bit too good to allow that game to have been so close so long. Um, you know, we made made a few mistakes, you know, some things, again, that we need to adjust, some things we need to fix. Um, but overall, a win's a win, you know, 2-0 in our division, top of top of our division alone, I mean, which is amazing. You know, um, you know, we play the Rams this week, which is going to be a tough game. My boy Robert Woods is coming into town. Um, you know, I know he's looking forward to putting up some big numbers against Buffalo because he's to play here. Um, you know, that's how it is. You know, you go back to the team you used to play for, and uh, you can't wait to see, see how well you uh, ball out against them. Josh Allen, I'm not sure what words you're looking for, but spectacular. You know, the boy, over 400 yards. I mean, 312 a week before. I mean, 700 and some change in two games. I mean, I think he's arriving, you know. I'm not going to say arrived. You know, he's still got some fine-tuning to do. But for the most part, Josh has been playing pretty good football. I mean, exceptional football. Um, for us and I think that um, with a little bit of improvement on his passing accuracy I think that he'll be right where we need him defense is spectacular you know we, we coming up against them Rams this week which is tough um, I mean they have weapons on top of weapons um, so our defense will be tested this week um, and we're missing a few pieces but I do believe the defense that we have on the field the one that we've we've played with the last this past week and uh, you know even the last game I think that that defense can can hold them we just have to put up points. You know, Buffalo's going to need 35 points to win this football game. So we need all receivers clicking. We need Josh accurate. We need that defense clicking. And uh, we might come out of this thing with a win this week. You know, 3-0 will be beautiful come Sunday. So we'll see how that goes. Anyway, Will Why So Serious podcast. Look forward to a couple things I have coming up. I've been talking to a few um, players. And I'm actually thinking about getting a few guys out uh, on the boat, do some fishing. Um, I do a, a ton of fishing, walleye fishing and bass fishing and things like that. So trying to work on a deal where we get a pro player out here and uh, talk some shop, uh, talk some uh, opportunities as far as fundraising and uh, just kind of chop it up, you know, get inside the NFL a little bit. Anyway, peace out. Enjoy the game this week. Stay tuned for any updates. There's Will. <laughs> we found him. He's on his boat. Surprise, on his boat. Uh, Not surprised. <laughs> um. On his boat, and, I, and that he mentioned something too. We we are working on getting some cool interviews. Um, I know Stevie is actually coming to Buffalo. Um, he's doing an, a, his exposure academy, working with some DBs, wide receivers, quarterbacks uh, in October. So I'm going to get in touch with him. We're gonna. He, he's just busy this year. Uh, there's there's a lot going on with coaching and stuff like that. Um, so he's not going to be able to join us every single episode. But I plan on doing a couple things with him. While he's in town, uh, I want to do a highlight on his exposure academy. So stay tuned for that um, in October. Bubba, Bubba C. Uh, this comment right here: tickets for Titans game, four hundred dollars each. And I saw that, and because I, I, I was looking, I have friends in 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 Nashville. I was like, you know what, I can go down there for the weekend and in this drive. It's a ten hour drive, but whoo! I don't know if I'm if I want to spend four hundred bucks. Wow. And that's I upper mean... deck. That's like half a year of season tickets for me. I definitely would not spend that for one game. No offense. Like that's more than what I spent. My season tickets are like, I think, three ninety for the year. Mine are like eight fifty, but I'm down like twenty six uh, rows up from I'm the, the bottom. Rock, I'm, I'm only the on like the pile. 
10 or 15 yard line, maybe. Yeah, I'm in the end They're zone. good seats. I, I love my seats. I'll never get rid of them. Right in the rock pile above, uh, right underneath the scoreboard on the corner. I'm like in the back right hand corner of the end zone looking down at the tunnel. Yeah, I'm probably like right next to you on the right. Yeah. I'm like over by the corner, but I love it there. I mean, we, we were debating moving, but there's not a bad seat in that stadium. So, no, but whew, 400 bucks. $400 for, for no. one game. You know what? Those those will drop. I mean, and we look at this again $400 for a ticket that will drop because I remember I went to the playoff game last year and in Houston, and off the bat, tickets were like $350. And I was a sucker. I bought them on like Tuesday or Wednesday. I ended up costing Ooh. me like one fifty though. They dropped two hundred dollars in like two days, which is fine. You know what? It's a playoff game. It's fine. Exactly. But then the day of the game, I had friends that I went with who bought tickets for seventy five bucks. So wow. those tickets will drop. They're just trying to get the people that are trying to plan in advance. And even if it's limited seating, you know there will still be tickets on game day if you go on StubHub or if you go on. Uh, whatever sites i don't know what sites are selling them this year because of everything going on who knows um, bill uh, and i know we talked about it with don a little bit bills rams preview it's the only two and overs two and oh matchup on sunday in the nfl um oh, wow. aaron donald obviously is a force to be reckoned with you have to you have to stop that guy robert woods is going to want to show out in, in his old stadium regardless that there's no fans there um but ashley what's your biggest um I don't want to say key, but the biggest thing to, to look out for um, in terms of this Rams team on Sunday. I'm definitely worried about Aaron Donald. That's definitely number one. Um, Josh Allen needs to get rid of that ball quick this week. Um, yeah. Running will be difficult with Aaron Donald. I mean, and we I'm surprised that we did not get that run game started against Miami because it was so successful when the Patriots did it. So to yeah. see them go focus more on a pass first game against Miami surprised me. So I don't know what they're going to try to do this week. Maybe involve Devin Singletary and Zach Moss a little bit more. But Josh Allen, when he's throwing that ball, needs that quick release. He needs to not take his – I mean, this offensive line has been giving him time, which has been great. You've seen that consistency. Mm -hmm. He has four or five seconds to kind of look around, check down everybody, see where we're all at, and then, you know, take his time to throw it. But this week I just don't think he's going to have the time like that. I don't think he's going to have the time. Quicker. You know what I think, and, and you said it's it's gonna why why didn't we attack the ground game like New England did against Miami? You gotta wonder if if what they did was maybe in a sense to try to maybe throw a team like the Rams. I mean, or throw any of these four opponents off, off coming up. I mean, maybe they decided to focus on the air, focus on throwing the ball on Sunday, and then they hit the ground hard on this Sunday. Mm -hmm. Um it's interesting to me. I, I was very too thrown off. I mean, obviously they they were down in the third quarter. They had to they had to come back and win that football game, which they shouldn't have had to do. No, but not at all. Just the way the Bills like to do it, guys. It's been the way. They just love to keep us on a roller coaster of emotions. We're I'll just be up and we're down, and you never I, know. I'll be twenty eight in November, and it's my whole life. It's been just even if it's the best team, yeah. <laughs> even if it's one of the better teams, but. You're you're two and zero for back to back years for the first time since the Kelly era in the early '90s. Um, Bubba with another comment here. Any news on the injury front? No, we will um, we will know tomorrow some information. You, you you won't really get a good idea on Milano and Edmonds until Friday, maybe Saturday. 
Um, but I know last week we found out on Friday. So as long as one of them can play, like even if I'll take one over none yeah. at this point. I think Edmonds will I think Edmonds will play. I mean, it was very encouraging to see that he was on the field early last week mm-hmm. um on the practice field. So if anybody gets the nod, I think it's Edmonds. If both play I mean, I think regardless where it's gonna be a good game. I I, I, I don't yeah. know who to pick in this one, but I, I I don't think the one thing Will's points were all great in his where's Will segment this week. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to put up 35 to win. Yeah. I mean, I got, mm, I, I I'm thinking 30. I'm thinking 30. I was depending like on if the defense shows up or not, because this week, if we see what we saw again, that's not going to be, yeah. that's going to not fare well against the Rams. It's just not, you can't allow that many points, yeah, but true. if they show up and, you know, only allow maybe 10 or 14, we could get away with 28 or 30. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think we can get away with 28. And I, I, that's actually the number that came to mind right off the bat to me was high 20s, 27, 28. Um, I don't want to throw in 26, 25, 24. I mean, those are odd numbers. Weird for Final numbers. Four. Um, but I, I can picture – I mean, obviously two points isn't a big difference. Shit, go, go put up 30. I don't care. But, I mean, hey, put up 40. I mean, it's not going to happen. But I, I, I could see them putting up 28 and, and maybe squeaking out a, a, a win. I mean, this is going to be a great game. I mean, this is what we've asked for as Bills fans, what we've asked for as the Bills Mafia over the last few years. Be good. And yeah, now they're good, and they're getting the NFL's best over the next four weeks. All 2-0 and o teams. Nobody's lost yet of these next four opponents. And it'll be interesting to see, if you if you look at this schedule, this week, I mean, obviously the next opponent's the Raiders. So if they can beat New England, boy, is that a game uh, next week in, in Vegas. And then, the, I mean, that's that's a heck of a game, potentially. I'm nervous. I, Very nervous. A, John Gruden scares me. John Gruden is a great football mind. And he is he has that young group of guys clicking right now. You saw and, that locker room video, right? Yep. Where oh, that locker room video. Oh, that, was, that was an awesome video. That was cool. Um. But, no, I mean, you have four top opponents coming up. I'm, I'm trying to look at the schedule here to see who's playing who this week. Um, who do the Chiefs play? Uh, oh, the Chiefs Oh, the Chiefs and the Ravens on Monday night. That's going to be a good game. Oh, that's going to be a game to watch. But that's another – that's that's potentially another 3-0 and team um, when we get – or another undefeated team when we get to them. And then the opponent after that, oh, after the Raiders, is the Titans. They're on the road playing an 0-2 Minnesota team playing arguably the worst quarterback in the league right now, Kirk Cousins. Oh, remember <laughs> when all the news was surfacing? Stefan Diggs is going to be miserable playing with Josh Allen. Stefan Diggs is going to be miserable playing with Josh Allen. Stephon he Diggs had more receiving yards than the entire Minnesota Vikings wide receiver core this week. So yep. shout out to Stefan Diggs. All right. We got to get him on the show. We got to get him on the show. That would be cool. We'll try. All right, so should we get to these three keys to the game? Let's get to the three keys to the game, brought to you by 26 Shirts. Ashley, I'll let you start. All right, so we've said this again and again every single week. I'm getting sick of saying it, but I don't I don't know if it'll ever change. Avoid the damn third quarter slump. Yeah. Get the heck out of your heads after halftime. I don't know what adjustments we're making. I don't know what we're doing, but can you please just score a touchdown and not let the defense rest? Take a break, whatever they're doing. Your your break is at halftime. Get yep. your head in the game right after halftime, please. For the love of God, don't mess that up this week. Um, again, like I mentioned before, quick feet for Allen. 
you are not going to have time with or Alan. Did I say Aaron instead of Aaron Donald? I don't know what I said, but quick <laughs> for Alan. So release that ball quickly this week. You're not going to have the time unless your offensive line is pulled up. I do, I do trust them. They are consistent and they have been this year. I don't think they've allowed more than two or three sacks all year so far. So hopefully we can hold off Aaron Donald. But if not, you've got to release that ball quickly. Um, and then depending on my third key is depending on if Milano and Evans come back, defensive focus over the middle. We don't know who's coming in a linebacker this week yet. We really don't have any sort of idea until tomorrow when we get that injury report. You have got to not let what Fitz did last week happen again this week. No. You saw so many of those over the middle passes just dink, dink, dink. They were done. And going for yards and yards and yards. You can't let that happen again, period. And that's my three keys. <laughs> I think I could pretty much piggyback off you at that point. Um, I think – I'm going to go to Dom's sentiment to start. You got to get the run game going. You you absolutely have to. Um, Devin Singletary, Zach Moss, they need to combine for at least 100. And honestly, there's a two-headed horse like that should have at least 140. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you're not going to have the success. And, and, and actually, we never talked about this. Byron Jones went down in the first quarter of that game, arguably the best defensive player in that Dolphins secondary. Yeah, um, I forgot about so that. that. That's obviously a um, a huge a huge loss for Miami in that game. You wonder what would have happened in that game. Obviously, the Bills did great in the air, um, but but I do think you have to run the ball because you know what? You're not going to have as much success. At least I don't think so. You're not going to have as much success in the air on Sunday against the Rams secondary. Um, the secondary is playing really really well. We saw what they did to Philadelphia this week. Um, we saw what they did in Week One against Dallas. Uh, nobody picked Dallas to be 0-2. Everybody that I saw preseason picked Dallas to win that division. So they started out 0-2, and we all know the stats of 0-2 teams making the playoffs, unless you're in the NFC East because that division's awful. Um, but you got you got to run the ball. You have got to run the ball this week too. Um, and this is a big question mark right now, tight end play. You, you, we need um, whoever it is this week starting, whether it's Croft, whether it's Gilliam, whether it's um, – Lee Smith coming up, whether it's a guy they signed this week. Um, they need to have a good game on Sunday because at times that might be the only guy that is open on that football field this week because you're going to have Diggs going up against Jalen Ramsey, and I don't know who their other cornerback is. Um, it's always the second one that nobody ever knows. Second. Is it a keep to lead? Really? Hang on. Let's look really quick. Um, Troy Hill. Sorry, it's Troy Hill. That I looked at okay. last year's roster. Uh, Troy Hill also, though, he is a good cornerback. So uh, I think the Bills, uh, they're obviously going to target Troy Hill over, over Jalen Ramsey. So look yep. for John Brown to have a decent day. But you got to get the run game going, and and the, there's no really. Their, their linebacking core isn't that great. There's no name that really stands out to me. Um, your tight ends need to have a good game on Sunday. Number three, Josh, you did it week one. You went into it and did it week two. You got to do it again. Follow up success with success. Don't don't fall back. Obviously, you're not going to throw over 400 yards every week. I'm not asking that. I'm asking for consistency. We've seen that week in and week out so far. We heard it from him earlier in the show. Josh Allen needs to continue piggybacking off his success that he's had early on in the season. I don't care that we played the Jets and Dolphins. 
Um, it's time to put up or shut up, really, these next four weeks. It's early in the season, but like Don said earlier in the show, these four weeks can make or break your season, and it's four games that aren't gimmies on the schedule. There's not one not gimme these, this next month. So mm-hmm. if you can win two, hopefully they can win two, but we'll see. Um, let us pray. Let us pray. <laughs> Amen. Um, but, yeah, no, that's um, – I think that's a wrap for this week. Um, stay tuned for updates. I know Will's working on some special stuff. Ashley and I are working on some stuff. Um, and I know Don will be here next week as well. At least I think, um, he's a busy guy always on the road. So, um, but yeah, no, uh, let's look at the comments really quick here. Bubba C, you know what, Bubba, you commented 77 times. I think it might be an overreaction. (laughs) Um, DM me on Twitter your address. I'm going to send you a box of Josh's Jacks. There you go. So there you Who go. Who doesn't Bubba. love those? Exactly. Who doesn't? I mean, I haven't I haven't ate them yet. Are they good? Me either. I haven't, but I need to go get a box. I've been meaning to, and I was at Wegmans today, and I didn't even think about it. I mainly just grabbed them so, like, I can have on <laughs> Bubble. Let's go, Buffalo. Thanks. You're welcome, <laughs> that was man. so quick. Yo, I love it. Uh, DM me your address. DM my personal Twitter account, the I'm Lafredo TV, and um, I'll get those out to you at some point this week. Uh, but a big game Sunday, the 2-0 Rams, 2-0 Bills, Orchard Park, Bills Stadium, no fans in attendance. But really quick, side note, it'll take a minute to talk about this. The NFL, the Bills, they're apparently exploring the option of hosting fans Thursday night football against the Chiefs. I heard, I heard a rumor, and I don't know how true it is, but I heard bus companies have been getting ready. They are expecting to let some fans in, so... <laughs> I'm going to spend a lot of money on that game. but I don't even care how much it is. No, I'm kidding. I, I took care. off that Friday, too. But. So I will be there. I just don't I, – I hope it, I hope that it happens. Because, I mean, that would be great. Even if it's 9,000 fans, um, they've said anywhere from nine to 13,000. So we will see. And, and and to that point, you you probably expect to see an update on that at some point this week or next week because – They said they the first sell, two home games. And they have to sell tickets. So yep. – that update should come relatively soon. I would honestly say at the latest October 1st, um, especially with that game being October 15th. So we'll see. It's going to be um, – that's that's probably the biggest update from Bill's Mafia's standpoint to uh, to look out for. But anyway, it's another episode of the Why So Serious podcast. Uh, for Ashley, I'm Fredo. I was trying to figure out how to say that because I messed that up one time. <laughs> right. Uh, for Ashley, I'm Fredo. We'll see you guys next week right here live on Twitter, Instagram, and then on some of our Facebook pages. Thanks, guys. See you next week. Go Bills. Bye. Go Bills. Come up on my fields like Stevie Johnson. Pull my women, throw it back like I call the option. option. Money on my mind, money on my conscience. I'm all about my bills. bills. I'm on my Stevie Johnson. Johnson. I'm about my bills like Stevie Johnson. Pull my women, throw it back like I call the option. option. Money on my mind, money on my conscience. I'm all about my bills. Uh, I'm on my Stevie Johnson. Bills in my duffel, yo. You don't want trouble, bro. Heat in my pocket, heart cold like buffalo. 
I would just hustle one thing, but I need options. That work about to touch down, call it Steve Johnson. Catch me flying through the field like who want beef? It's 25, but I could get it for the 1-3. Certified fly guy, you on my time. I'm really real, and you as real as a sci-fi. I'm trying to bring it home, baby. It's our time. They cheering for me like I'm cross the one-yard line. And I'm all about my bills like Stevie Johnson. Black card boys, yes, BCB, we pop. Get that dough straight across like I'm running streaks. My bills come in hundreds, my women come in threes. This hater ran up on your boy like he was furious. I lifted up my shirt like, why it's so serious? I'm about my bills like Stevie Johnson. All my women throw it back like I call the option. Money on my mind, money on my kind. 